this is the Pie Boy Podcast. Welcome back. It's Casey of the Pie Boy Podcast, and I got a story to tell. Chapter 4, Pierce Street Blues. These memories come in the form of wavy, underwater vignettes in my mind, meaning they are more dreamlike in nature than clear-cut memories, but I know they happened in some form. Call them floaty short stories. These are my dreamy first human memories. They seem clear to me but hard to describe because of their vagueness and lack of timeline. These few memories define the first three years of my life, and then my world expanded even more with new memories and a better capacity for recalling them. First Memory My first memory I have from the hillbilly ghetto house was wanting to catch the school bus with the other kids. I have always felt this heightened awareness of the things around me. I had this ability to pay attention that not many thought I had early on. I had this thing about looking at stuff. I noticed things because I was always watching. My, mem- my memory developed this way. In the morning, while my mom was busy with coffee or cleaning, I would gather up all my baby books and head for the door. I would swing the door open and tell my mom I wanted to go with them, those kids waiting patiently in line for the bright yellow school bus with amber flashing lights. I was so interested in things and people. I wanted to go. I wanted to be something, even if I didn't know what or know how to do it or make it happen. Hungry. I have these two creepy memories about food. I remember being so hungry and being told we had to wait for Dad to come home for food. We didn't have money for groceries for some reason, and the shelves were bare. I remember my mom getting all worked up and scrambling through the cupboards for something to make me. She found two packages of ramen noodles to cook up for us. So she did. I remember sitting by the stove and watching mom whip up that ramen. Without even thinking, she ditched, she tossed me a bowl and slid it across the table. I remember looking in the bowl and being delighted, but there was something swimming in my soup. Mommy, mommy, there's something in there. To my mother's surprise and horror, there were worms swimming in the bowl. This was the first time I heard my mom bash my dad for being forgetful and not paying attention. She was furious. She snatched that goddamn bowl from under my nose so fast. She was horrified and went on a tantrum until we both fell asleep on the couch waiting for dad to get home from work. I remember having a similar feeling and experience with my dad, but at a later time. Once again, my dad had forgotten to get food or whatever the excuse was, and I was hungry. I remember being more frantic with my dad. I remember crying and asking about all the things in the kitchen and if we could cook them. I had no concept of food or cooking. I remember my dad scrambling, but with a smile on his face and trying to distract me with wrestling and tickles to make me giggle. At some point, he had a brilliant idea. Why not use stuff from the garden? I remember him being so happy milling through the garden and coming back with the colorful goods. I remember eating fried vegetables and loving it. The reds and greens of the bell peppers, zucchini, zucchini, onion, cucumber, and some potatoes. He made his famous fried potatoes with a hearty side of fresh veggies. This may be part of the reason that I never really had a problem with veggies, maybe even why I enjoy the garden and its bounty. 
I learned the value of making do in this moment. I was fascinated with the idea of, idea of growing our food. King Market. I remember going to the King Market grocery store where my dad seemed to know everyone there and we spent most of our time bullshitting with store clerks and randos from the neighborhood. The best part was that they had mini carts for kids to use in there and I loved it. I always wanted to be a big helper. I pushed the cart, made a mess no less. I wanted to be included in everything and be bigger than I was. One time, the person in front of us left a box of cookies they had bought, and the store clerk ended up giving it to us, even though my dad said, Me and Sparky don't need any more treats, my friend. I guess the clerk couldn't help my charming smile. Hair metal. We had these neighbors that looked like band members from Twisted Sister. It was hard to tell who was the girl and who was the guy. Both had huge heads of flowing blonde hair with a fistful of hairspray holding it up, animal print pants, eyeliner, blush, and and grit. They looked terrifying, but they were sweet and caring to us. It It was as if Mr. Rogers still acted like Mr. Rogers, but dressed in butt rock attire. It was strange. My parents liked and trusted me enough to let my baby sister and I be taken care of at their house while they went off and partied their buns off. The catch was this. These neighbors had a giant all-glass coffee table in their front room with multiple giant snakes in it. I remember my sister and I standing above it, my sister with one hand on my shoulder and her other hand on the glass, palms stretched and leaving a smudge mark inches from the snakes. It was like being at the zoo. Even then, I knew this was a bad idea. I had seen the Jungle Book and knew better than messing with snakes. I can't say I have, I have forgiven my parents for this one. It explains why I'm so scared of big snakes. It explains why I can't help but be interested in snakes. How would you feel running around an unfamiliar living room with giant snakes sharing the space? They could have eaten us easily if they escaped. There was glass, but glass can break. We could have let them out, too. Nothing happened, but the tension and fear was real. The Palace My dad um, and his buddies lived in Uncle Rat's house next door at one point, and the Pie Boys had nicknamed it The Palace. It was a famous spot for creepy parties and rat ball. Rat ball was basketball played in the backyard with the hoop lowered to nine feet with a mattress tied around it so they could dunk and foul the shit out of each other without getting knocked out by uh, the post holding up the hoop. They played so hard that newcomers usually left limping, bloodied, or never came back at all. Some people just got drunk and watched for fun. The most infamous rat ball story goes like this. Dad and Uncle Squiggy at one point had won 20-something games in a row. Some other duo of Jokers had finally beat them, and my dad asked them for a rematch for over 25 years. My dad's sports memory and competitive nature was always strong and unbelievable. My dad lived in the famous dungeon room that had no windows and was used for recovering from hangovers and drug benders. 
The guys would watch me every once in a while, and their favorite thing to do was mess with me and get me to say things that were either hard to pronounce for a little boy or highly inappropriate, maybe both. My favorite cartoon character was Astro the dog from the Jetsons, and I called him Asshole, not Astro. I think it was a lack of teeth. They thought was they thought that was the best thing since cheap beer. I also had a thing for Captain Planet, but I called him Crappin Planet. I remember a specific time that they wouldn't turn the show on and kept playing dumb with me. What show? Who do you want to watch? Who is it, Casey? Come on, say it. Crappin Planet? I've never heard of him. Uncle Woody still talks about this. My mom told me a story once about how she used to mess with Uncle Rat and the other creeps that live there. Mom and a friend would sneak in the upstairs window because they knew Uncle Rat worked long hours and, like a dummy, left the window open. The odds were high that there would be a mountain of coke and other things laying around, so when Mom needed some supplies, she would crawl up there and steal it. For years, no one could figure out what was going on. There was a lot of paranoia, and the housemates got weird about locking the doors. My mom and her friend that helped her would just die laughing at them when they would hear the stories. Those pie boys didn't cover all their bases, and my mom took advantage. No one would expect the upstairs window. That was a lot of work for most people. Mom was not most people. She is one of the only drug dealers I know that robbed other drug dealers, wannabes, and weirdos. My mom said she didn't really need it, but they made it so easy. She said, it was like taking candy from a baby. Now, this one's a little weird. Trigger warning for some creepy shit. Pet Cemetery. Dad used to tell me stories about how Jake the dog, his old dog he had before I was born, um, and how he would get revenge on cats for taking his one of his eyes as a puppy. A cat had scratched it out, and he made it out alive. He held a grudge until the day he kicked the can because of this. Jake jumped out of a mo- out of moving cars to chase and try to kill a cat. It was scary. At some point in time, he left a cat burial ground under Uncle Rat's nasty-ass hot tub in the backyard of the palace. Jake was a serial killer. It was shocking for the housemates to find, but Jake the dog was a dirty dog. Did I mention mean? He hated cats. So yeah, those are some of my like early, early memories. And also some of the first stories that I heard about growing up and when I could actually comprehend what my parents were saying about the old times when I was little. Uh, they always... A lot of, that last story is super weird. I remember my dad telling me about that and just being horrified. I had to tell people about it. That's a story. If it's made up, it's pretty wild. If it's not, it's even more wild. So you do the math. That's a pretty outrageous story. That could be like Stephen King. Like, obviously, same, same name, um, but different story, but nonetheless pretty gory it's a good halloween special for you 
uh, thinking about the hair metal people that had the snakes, who I would never let my baby genie go anywhere near an all glass coffee table, let alone one full of giant snakes like pythons. Yeah, some people think snakes are cool, but a lot of people don't. And I'm definitely one of those people. I think they're cool from afar, but I'm not a, not about to have them in my house. I've heard crazy stories about snakes crawling into weird places and hiding out. People finding them later. Or people finding snakes they didn't know were there. Um, yeah, I also heard this crazy story when I lived in Tillamook a long time ago about how these people had a snake pit behind their house and they found it by accident just because they started to see a lot more snakes in their gardener around their house so they kind of followed the trail one day and they also videotaped it on an old VHS giant tape recorder and showed us the video um, of this giant hole in their backyard with full of snakes so yeah you can do the math on why I'm not into snakes and yeah I couldn't believe my parents like my mom thinks that story is so funny and my dad kind of a lot of these stories he doesn't he says he doesn't remember oh Sparky you have a good memory oh Sparky you have a weird memory oh Sparky I don't think that's how it went he always tries to discredit my stories yeah some some of the goofier ones, yeah. And I didn't make them up. These are just my memories and things that my mom did or he did or people around them did. So, but also the one about wanting to go to school. Oh, that makes me think of Jeannie so much right now. She loves little reading her little books. And takes them all over the house and throws them and makes you read them multiple times. She just loves books, so I get that. And I also see how me as a little boy doing, getting my books and wanting to go and be big, be bigger than I was and grow up is like me learning and me trying to imitate people without even really knowing what it means to be a person. I think that's so crazy how we develop and seeing my daughter do that now and her try to imitate us and other little kids. We're like her little models for learning. It's it's pretty cool. But yeah, here's a new episode. I'm glad you're tuning in. Um, <clears throat> um, I'll see you next time.